Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. And it's, well, kind of a special day, isn't it? It's Friday the 13th of October, which makes it maybe even a little bit spookier for some people. And, um, you know, I'm always intrigued by the idea of superstitions and where they come from and why we continue to believe certain things. And uh, when it comes to this idea of Friday the 13th being bad luck here in our culture, it uh, really stems from a few possible places. Nobody's 100% sure. Uh, Some scholars think it started with the Last Supper. It goes all the way back to uh, Jesus' last meal there, because there were 13 people attending the Last Supper, and it was the night before Friday, and we all know what happened to Jesus on Friday. Um, And so that combination of 13 and Friday may have been, to a lot of numerologists and occultists, uh, something bad. But most of the time these days, when you talk to folks and they bring up Friday the 13th, if they know a bit about history, they talk about the Knights Templar. And, of course, the Knights Templar were an extremely powerful group of of knights who would fight in the Crusades uh, back in the Middle Ages, and um, they probably stumbled into some type of enormous treasure at some point because even though the knights themselves um, were basically, they they took an oath of poverty, their group collectively was uh, super rich, and uh, that caused a lot of problems and jealousy with kings and other leaders in Europe. And so on uh, Friday, October the 13th of 1307, I believe, um, the Knights Templar were all rounded up by uh, the Pope and a king named King Philip, who were sort of working together. And they accused the Knights Templar of heresy, and that ended in... um, the head of the Knights Templar being burned at the stake. And that uh, sent a huge, terrifying ripple throughout all of Europe because uh, nobody could believe that a group of knights that powerful could be brought down so quickly. So that's kind of interesting considering that happened on October, Friday the 13th. Well, every time you have a Friday the 13th in October, it makes it just a little bit more special because... Well, it might be even more historically accurate. If indeed there is some truth to these kinds of cycles of luck that might play out over time. And i tell you what it reminds me of. In several mystical traditions, like, for example, theosophy, um, they talk about this concept of the Akashic Records. That's spelled A-K-A-S-H-I. I think, Akashic Records. And um, the idea is that all events from the past, all events in the future, all personalities, all identities, all consciousness, everything is stored into some gigantic collective database. And that if you meditate using some of these sort of occult uh, rituals, you might be able to tap in to this thing called the Akashic Record and access 
anything from the past or anything that might happen in the future or any other spot right now in the present day, anywhere in the universe, to uh, tap into what's happening, to somehow uh, take advantage of hidden knowledge or some sort of, you might say, telepathic sort of connection. And um, it's, it's really just a gigantic form of collective consciousness and storage. And there may actually be some truth to that, because even if you talk to the, the world's very smartest cosmologists and astrophysicists and quantum physicists and people who study time and space and matter, even they say that it appears that all of the past and the present and the future are actually occurring simultaneously. And your experience just depends upon your particular point of view, how you are positioned within all that. Now, that's fodder for a bigger conversation, uh, which I intend to dig into in a future podcast. But I'm bringing that up right now because think about it. If indeed that's true, if right now, uh, in some other plane, in some other form of existence, the Knights Templar are being rounded up and persecuted on Friday the 13th. Well, then maybe we can sense that somehow. Maybe it creates these cycles and these ripples that continue, and they resurface sometimes. Sometimes they become a little closer to what you can sense. And you'll never know the whole chicken or the egg dilemma. Is it possible that this sort of bad luck can bubble up in your life, or is it possible that you you sense that something bad once happened, so you start to worry, and then you manifest something bad? I don't know, but in this day and age of science and technology, it's very intriguing that we have a tendency just to blow off superstition. But still, when they decide to construct a big, tall building, well, they say, you know what, let's just leave out the 13th floor. Isn't that interesting that regardless of how advanced we become in our skills of engineering and technology and science, we still leave a little wiggle room in there just in case, because why take a chance? Huh? <laughs> we know there's a big, um, a big connection between all this and the idea of the ghostly and the idea of the relationship between time and the paranormal in general. So I think I'm going to talk to you about that some more on my next podcast. But uh, for now, I just want to remind you, this is the perfect weekend if you're in the Asheville area to come on one of our haunted Asheville ghost tours. They sell out every night. Our tour tonight already is sold out. However, we do have the new haunted Biltmore Village tour that we are doing on occasion as well. So I highly recommend you take advantage of that because it only occurs on a limited basis at certain times. And all that information is at hauntedashville.com. So next time I, uh, I give you a podcast, we'll talk a little bit more about the relationship between ghosts and time itself and the paranormal. It's a really fascinating subject. So thanks for listening. Thanks for staying curious. I'll talk to you later.